welcome to the Domestic Fuel Cast, a podcast devoted to news and information about alternative fuels and energy. Produced and hosted by Zimcom New Media. Defending biofuels to the world. I'm your host, John Davis. Biodiesel and ethanol have borne the brunt of criticism in the food versus fuel debate, being blamed unfairly, as it turns out, for the spike in food prices last year. The issue was one that came up at the recent World Ag Forum in St. Louis that saw delegates from around the world gather with some varying opinions, especially when it comes to biofuels. It's important enough that the organizers of the forum dedicated an entire session on the second day to the subject. But before that session could get underway, biofuels received a fair amount of criticisms in other sessions that dealt with financial issues. President of the American Farm Bureau Bob Stallman took time in his session dealing with long-term security in agriculture and food production to defend ethanol and biodiesel. We went through last year's spike in prices, if you will. We never had a food shortage last year. And I would differ in one respect in that, you know, those prices were not driven at least uh, no more than about 15% by the use of uh, food products for ethanol or renewable fuel production. We had a lot of factors. We had high energy prices that contributed to the price of foods. We had sort of a speculative frenzy going on, uh, which also contributed in the, in the marketplace. His fellow delegates to the World Ag Forum must have heeded his words because when the food security and integrated approach to biofuel session kicked off on the second day, a much more conciliatory tone was struck. We all know that high energy prices and the to-be-expected again high energy prices in the future are one of the key drivers in combination in a number of different countries with energy security. While admittedly, Hank Use, the plant science and agronomy director for British-based biofuels maker D1 Oils, might have a vested interest in the growth of ethanol and biodiesel, he pointed out a lot of undisputed facts about the reasons for the food price spike, especially the spike in petroleum-based fuels that was the biggest factor in food bills going up. And he pointed to examples in the world where they seem to be able to grow the food and the fuel they need. This morning... uh I very much like the intervention of uh, Mr. Velasco when he talked about the way that Brazil has uh, developed a strategy of food and fuel production under the form of sugarcane, sugar and ethanol. Uh, And I think that particular example is one of the perfect examples of how uh, this production can go hand in hand. His words were echoed by the former Secretary of Agriculture for India, Radha Singh, who said biofuels got a bad rap over the last couple of years. On the back of crude oil prices, which were high, food prices also rose sharply. And that was, if you all recall, March 2007 to 2008 in many of the developing countries. This is still persisting despite the fact that food prices have fallen. Many fingers were pointed to the use of edible crops like corn and to some extent sugarcane towards ethanol production and canola rapeseed oil for biodiesel production. That we know is not the whole story as an overall mismatch between demand and supply factors were responsible, we believe, for such a situation. She says an integrated approach and not telling countries they have to choose either food or fuel is the way to tackle the problem. 
And Singh went on to defend biofuels as a way to attract investments to developing countries. The debate uh, over the past one and a half days really was how do we attract investment? And that's the, the way by which both biofuel production and the crop production can be tied together, integrated in a sense in an approach where it becomes an attractive proposition for investors really to be investing in these areas because the incomes are not only coming from crops which are seen as very vulnerable but from biofuel production. I think that is probably one of the win-win uh, situations that we see happening. And Professor Nuhu Hatibu, the CEO of the Kelamo Trust in East Africa, reminded the audience that while many farmers in the poorest countries don't have a lot, they do have land, the rain, and the sun, which they can turn into a cash crop feedstock for the ever-increasing demand for biofuels. Our biggest challenge to poverty reduction and development is how do we assist to turn these natural resources, land, water, and solar, into other aspects of development, human capital, financial capital, and social capital. How do we do that? Biofuels provide in one way of doing that. Okay? So that is very important to, to start from that point. And I'm sure my colleague have just said that, but I just wanted to put it in a different perspective. So the, our biggest justification for supporting biofuels, as, as, as Madam C was saying, is to use these given uh, 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 natural resources and converting them into other assets, which then means that people are developed. Hatibu also dismissed arguments that biofuels crops are the biggest users of water. He says the numbers critics use for the water argument are based in a large part on the rain that falls naturally in an area. And he says if you count that water usage, then you would have to say that trees are bad for the environment since they use the largest amount of water of anything out there. Lee Broughton with American car rental company Enterprise says as long as there are combustion engines, we'll have to have fuel to burn. And he believes algae has the potential to be the best solution. The oil extracted has a high energy density. It can be harvested every year, every day of the year, and you do not directly compete, as I mentioned, with food production. 30% of the algae and 90% of the water used can be recycled to date. The other 70% of the processed algae can be fermented for methane to produce more than enough clean power to run the oil production process, returned to the soil as fertilizer or used animal feed. Algae is a tremendously robust organism that has a rapid growth rate. Apparently it doubles roughly every 6 to 12 hours. And I'm told that 100% of its biomass can be harvested. But he admits the economics for cheap algae production just aren't quite there yet, although a commercially viable algae oil process is getting closer every day. Bill Horan is an Iowa corn and soybean farmer who is also part of the 25 by 25 project, a plan to get the U.S. to produce 25% of its fuel from renewable sources by the year 2025. He says we shouldn't forget about the crops that do produce both food and fuel, such as corn and soybeans, so there doesn't have to be an either-or situation. We believe that there is enough uh, plant material that we can produce in this country to provide the food feed, fiber, and fuel, and they're not mutually exclusive. We, uh, we commissioned the uh, University of Tennessee to put together an economic study, and that study uh, has shown that uh, we can generate hundreds of billions 
of new dollars of economic activity with renewable energy in this country alone. Horan says biofuels increase the national security of countries that don't have to depend on a foreign power while clearing the air. Plus, while the focus of this session was on the future, he says don't discount the near-term benefits of biofuels. And Horan brought the discussion full circle when he made the connection between the spike in petroleum prices and the spike in food prices. From where I sit, it looks to me like if we want to know about the next food price spike, all we have to do is watch crude oil prices because there's a direct correlation. It was a pretty interesting conversation, and we're glad to give you a little bit of a global perspective on the issue. I'm John Davis reporting. You've been listening to the Domestic Fuel Cast, the official podcast of DomesticFuel.com. Check out the website daily for the latest good news about the alternative energy industry. 